Trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy. I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 I miss that dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it, Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast, um, exciting week back again this week, uh, another Weekend off, we were just talking before we got on the air that um, I think everybody's plans were washed out on uh, Saturday with the World 100 getting rained out. I know, Matt, you and I kind of made some, we made plans, made alternate plans, and then everything got canceled on us. Yeah, we went from going to go to watch it here to do nothing. nothing. <laughs> so, before we get in and get started and introduce our... Um, our guest tonight i do want to say thanks to everybody that uh you know i know we kind of changed the time a little bit i had some work responsibilities and i appreciate us being able to uh go a little bit later but first and foremost in the fastlaneproductions.com again huge shout out to ryan and nathan bowling uh for everything they do for the racing community and you know continuing uh to keep us up to date with great race videos if you have not gotten your premium subscription to in the fastlaneproductions.com yet you need to it's one of the best values you can get that is for sure next one will be schaefer photo and custom tees schaefer photo and custom tees is a place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia mark and jamie schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like from prints keychains magnets buttons and more stop by the schaefer photo and custom tees booth and let bronze bobby know what they can do for you gotta love old bronze bobby and then uh, Brownstown Speedway, the premier dirt track there in southern Indiana. Um, coming up this weekend be the Hornet Special. 500 to win for the Hornets. And then next weekend will be the Bowman 50 on Friday night. And then the uh, Jackson 100 on Saturday. So. And, you know, and I think it, it I think it's almost, it, it brings more excitement to the Jackson 100 that the World of 100 was rained out because, you had all that anticipation of the world and coming off of it, and now here comes that big event for us around here locally. And all them guys will be there. Absolutely. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, and spiders. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your home and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Billy Bad. 
uh, Fast Performance, new sponsor by by Racers for Racers. Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can find it. Give them a call today at 502-517-9393. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook at the P3 Graphics page. Find out more at www.p3graphics.com. Also, Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy's an agent, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He's also my family's personal agent, and he should be yours, too. Give him a call, look him up on Facebook, or send him an email and let him quote your insurance today. And finally, Brad Irwin Customs. Contact Brad Irwin Customs for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Give Brad a call today at 812-216-3900. All right, now that the business is out of the way, and I, once again, I want to thank you because uh, you picking up half of those sponsors has uh, has saved me the last couple of weeks because I got tired of hearing myself talk. So. Well, just trying to carry my weight there, you know. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and introduce who we got in studio with us tonight. Tonight we got the Indiana Pro Late Model Driver, number 22, Skylar Lewis. Skylar, good to have you here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh kind of been trying to work this out for a while so I'm glad to be here you was actually going to be one of our original guests man i've reached out to you yep. like right when we decided we was going to start this thing and uh it just seemed like we could never get the schedules to yeah to, with, to meet up there with me being in school it kind of makes it hard to get back home so this worked out perfect oh yeah and and i appreciate you when you came in you said man this is nice it's professional had you yeah. been one of our original guests <laughs> um and going back to zach stalker when zach stalker came on for us we had a card table and three chairs and um a real little board a laptop computer so um you know again huge shout out to our sponsors who have helped us get oh, uh, yeah. a little more professional as we've gone here yeah, it kind of makes me appreciate it when we come in and, and start this from, like, you, the, the one little card table that we huddled around. Yeah, and it's it's grown quickly. It's <laughs> a, we, we've gotten a lot a lot more professional as we've gone. So, Skylar, I know we talked a little bit before. You, you were involved in, in you know, high school sports yep. uh, growing up and things, but where, where does that love and, and passion for racing come from for you? Oh, man. So, when I was little, my parents actually bought me, or well, I guess my grandparents had yard carts, go-karts. Uh, and that's where they screwed up, I guess. Uh, they let me actually. I broke my arm on one when I was three, so they let me probably start a little too young. Uh, I, I, and then, I've got I've got a four year old, and my <laughs> wife's telling me I'm too. It's too young, so we don't. She's not logged in yet to watch, but we'll we'll just say you were you were you're yeah. perfect age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so then one of my brother's friends actually raced go karts, and we went to watch one night, and. I just begged and begged till they'd buy me a go-kart. So finally at, at 10, they, my parents bought me a go-kart, and we went racing. That's what started it all. How long did you stay in the go-karts? Until uh, I was 15. That's, when I was 15 is when we first started uh, late model racing. That's, that's what I was, I was trying to figure. You, you'd been there about six years then, yeah. right? Yeah, this will be our sixth year. And you get the go-kart at 10. What was it like the first time you got to go out and get on and, and actually race? I was just nervous, but uh, since I'd rode the yard cart around the yard so many times, I, it, it didn't even bother me. I don't know. I, I think we ended up doing pretty decent that night. Uh, I think there was 10, 10 kids there or so. I think I finished fifth or something like that. So, I mean, it, oh, maybe it was natural right away. I don't know. Very cool. I think the yard cart's what did it for me. It, it, so that, that, that original competition just out oh, in the yard yeah. Oh, yeah. is what built it. See, that's what I'm trying to convince my wife of. Just let me buy him one in the yard, yeah. and we'll figure out if he likes it, which I'm really hoping he does, and yeah. then we'll go from there. Yeah, it didn't take much for me. And then once I learned to start it myself, that's really oh, when yeah. it was on. Because <laughs> then I could just go out by myself. You needed no help, no yeah, assistance. Right. So what was it like going from the go-kart to an Indiana Pro Late model? I mean, that, that's a pretty big step up. You yeah, know. yeah. So when we first started racing late models, just me, my dad, and my grandpa kind of decided we wanted my, mainly my grandpa. The go karts were just a little too unsafe, so we went to a, a car with a cage. And man, when we first started, we didn't know anything. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a big learning curve for us. So it we basically learned most of the stuff on our own. And, and you know, late models aren't the easiest things to learn. You know, they're 
about as an exotic thing as you can get you know with the, the suspensions and everything underneath them so i mean yeah there's it, a lot there so yeah we basically just trial and error till we figured it all out and let's go back to you you know you played high school sports as well how did you balance that with with the race i mean because not only did you play but i know who you played for and they're yeah. it's at least in football and coach may at brownstown tons of success i got oh, yeah. more respect for him than anybody but He's got a demanding, you know, off season. I mean, you don't oh, miss yeah. practices and things. So how did you balance all of that? In high school, basically, and still now, everything with school just came first. So if there was something with football, the racing just had to wait. And oh, wow. I was fine with that. That was maybe my parents' rule, but I was I was okay with it. You only get to go through high school once, right? So Good answer. Uh, yeah, very, I, very good answer. And, and you hope it only that. takes you four years, too. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> so... <laughs> When you're when you're making those sacrifices, all right, school comes first, this comes first. Does it make it a little sweeter when you're able to get back in the car and get back on the track? Oh yeah, and even just going to the shop and work, because we'd I'd go to football practice, and then a lot of times that we still had the race car at uh, my grandpa's house at that point. Uh, so yeah, it just made it a little bit better to you could appreciate it a little bit more, I guess you'd say. You go from football practice to then to the shop to work, and then football games Friday night, and then. I actually would have practice on Saturday mornings, <laughs> and then uh, I'd be back back to the racetrack by Saturday night. Very cool. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, that learning curve and the things you had to learn, what what do you think the most important lesson that you've learned over that six years? Oh, man. Probably just learning how to work in the shop, a, a lot of it, because I, mean, I, I, I didn't know anything. A lot of the go-kart stuff my dad did, I didn't work on much, so basically just learning how to uh, turn wrenches in the shop and and keep maintained on everything. Has there been anybody, you know, at the racetrack that has really stepped up and helped you guys out a lot, like learning this stuff? You know, since you guys came from go karts to late models, you know, you guys rolled into the racetrack really knowing almost nothing. Yeah, I mean, who stepped up and really helped you guys, you know, get rolling and get going with that? At, at first, we were kind of still just on our own, but then. Uh, my my grandpa became pretty close friends with Donnie Fleetwood okay. uh, at Dasco. So uh, Donnie's helped us out quite a bit and taught us quite a few things. So. And I want to I want to give a shout out here. Lucas Jackson said, um, "Yeah, my two of my favorite hobbies: football and racing." And he's right. Uh, so you are the you're the perfect guest for me because yeah. it is my two favorite things to talk about. So. <laughs> Um, Although, if you notice on Facebook, he has Justin Timberlake tickets for sale. So I'm, ooh. I've kind of lost a little respect for Dustin over that. I, so. I don't know how you can hate on me for that. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, that was my wife's birthday present for me. She's really upset. Well, I understand why no. she she wanted to go, but I, I, we'll talk after the show. I don't want to <laughs> say that on air. Um, <laughs> So uh, I do. If anybody's out there wants to go to Lexington, Kentucky next week, uh, to Justin Timberlake, reach out to me. I got two tickets. I really need to get rid of. Uh, there's some like homecoming parade and powder puff that is in my job. I have to be at. So oh, oh yeah, I got to be at those too. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I, I love what I do, but I, that one my wife's not real happy with me about. So. Uh, I'm going to ask you this because we've had a lot of guys on who really just were strictly racers and grew up racing and, and I'm not knocking that, but talking about the experience of being a, you know, a, a stick and ball sport and then the racing on the side, what lessons do you think you learned in, in your athletics that you can carry over to the racetrack? I think it just, it, it helped me to teach myself to be a little bit more dedicated, uh, and of course, you're going to go through downs when you play sports, and same with racing. You just got to uh, keep at it and just find a way to get back on top. Do you think the conditioning from from football helped you in the car too? That you could stay up on the wheel, you know, where, you know, we've all seen Chad get out of the car, you know, Stapleton, yeah. and you know, he's wore out, you know, after a 25 lap event. Do you think that helps you, you also? You don't think Chad has a an intense, uh, you know, program? I, I think he does some curls, but that's okay. just about okay. it. So. Well. <laughs> Uh, thought maybe he was in a conditioning program <laughs> but, but yeah it may have helped me back then but i'd say i lost a little bit of that conditioning <laughs> from from high school to now <laughs> well yeah i'm sure chad could give you a few points yeah if you're, he can help me out a little bit stay, stay away from chaos <laughs> <laughs> right dad yeah. <laughs> well you know they had the they had the insanity workout it could be the total chaos workout new, um, new workout plan it, 
it doesn't work as well. Ah. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey, and uh, I, you, you talk about you learned the dedication and the work ethic that you had to have. We, we talk on this show a lot, too, because I think a lot of fans of racing don't realize the amount of work goes in to getting the car ready for Saturday night. You know, we we all show up Saturday night and you guys unload them and we watch a great show and we go home and it's done. Take me through a typical week for you. What what and, and you don't have to get into the fine details and your setups, but what's a typical week look like for you getting ready for a Saturday night? So when I'm home during the summer, uh, I've had an internship, so. I'd go to work, and basically as soon as I'd get off work, I'd come home and go to the shop. Uh, my dad would come home by 6, and we stayed out every night till 10 or so, oh, wow. uh, almost every night. So we spent a lot of time in the shop. Uh, it, it just seems important keeping on top of maintenance and uh, making sure everything's clean. I'm, we're picky with how <laughs> clean things are. So, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of time in the shop. It's a couple hours every day for sure. And, and now that I'm in school, my dad does most of it, which – I don't know how much he likes that, but uh, <laughs> on Sundays I get everything washed up, and then I pretty much have to go back to school, and then he basically gets everything ready for me during the week now. We've come to find out, you know, with all the drivers we've talked to on here, that your guys' support systems at home are huge. I mean, every oh, yeah. everybody that's been on here, you know, they got a dad or a brother or an uncle or a, a great oh, yeah. friend that, you know, because, yeah. you know, unfortunately you guys don't make the money to just do this as a living you know everybody's got other jobs to go do and you know you got school so yep. you have to have that support system to, to help make sure that you get back on saturday oh yeah definitely without my dad and my grandpa there's no way i could do it i couldn't <laughs> do it by myself and obviously i can tell you know obviously how important your dad and your grandpa are to oh, yeah. you but how, how's the dynamic work when maybe there's a a little bit of a a two different viewpoints on a setup or on how to, how to do some, how do we, how do we figure that out? Is it a, is it a majority vote or how, how do we figure that part out? That, 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 and dad, that, that dad, problem dad, seems to happen a lot. Dad, so. mom. And I'll be honest, I didn't know that. I just asked that question, but dad and mom are laughing behind the camera. So I'm going to assume this was a, this was a good question I ask. Yeah. That, that problem seems to come up a lot. Uh, normally it's majority rules unless I just, think i'm right then normally i just do what i want <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> as, as he looks over to dad did you see that yeah, yeah i'm sure he would agree with me i'm sure he would so so if it's something you're willing to give in on you let everybody vote but if it's yeah. not you just go with it yeah yeah all right it seems reasonable right I, yeah someday you'll be married and it won't seem yeah. as reasonable as it does right now because <laughs> that wouldn't fly with my wife but it, it's no yeah, no it works, it, it works for now that's awesome so when <laughs> when you're going to do setups and this is something i find really interesting when i talk to drivers when you've had a week that you're off that you've not been as good as you have when you start to look at what are we going to adjust are, are you one that makes really minor adjustments and just wants to see how it fixes it or are you let's throw the kitchen sink at it and see where we come out if we're really far off, uh, yeah, we'll try to throw the kitchen sink at it. Sometimes uh, we've got a we take notes of everything throughout the night, so we've got a pretty good notebook, and we can kind of go back and uh, see what works and what doesn't work. Or if I'm just way way off, I'll just call Tater uh, at Masterfield. He's been awesome with me this year to help me out. Uh, so yeah, I mean normally if, we've been pretty close this year, so it's just kind of been little things here and there. Um, but yeah, if we're way off, we're I'm always willing to try something big if we need to. Is 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 dad and grandpa a little more on the conservative side when it comes to that? Oh, my dad is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to, but he likes to make little changes, and he likes to make five. Where I'd like to make just one big change and see if that's what does it. So yeah, it, sometimes we have a different viewpoint on that, but we normally get pretty close. That's how much you guys have to change the car from hot laps to the feature. I mean, how how much does the track change from? You know, when you guys go out to hot lap and qualify and then your heat race and then come out to the feature, I mean, does it change often or? Yeah, I mean, it seems like in years past before we got this new car, we would change a lot between hot laps and the heat race and the feature. But with my new car, we we don't change a whole lot, really. We kind of found a setup that works and we, we stick we stick to it pretty close now. Um, but yeah, I mean, you still might uh, change a four link rod. You might change a pull a spring rubber or something like that but yeah you still change some things just not near as much hmm. as i used to and when you're when we talk about you know setups too how long do you think it took you to really match a setup to your driving style 
You know, you said you started there at 15. Yeah. You know, I think, and we, we've talked on here too, and I'm really impressed with you as a young driver too, <laughs> yes. because um, I, I said it last week, I think it was, that sometimes I think young drivers look at it as, man, if I had that guy's equipment, just the way it's set up, and I got in that car, I'd win. It, it's not. You've right. got to match your driving style to your equipment. And I, do you feel like that? you've got that now? And, and how long did that take you? Yeah, I think with this car now, we're, we're pretty close to what, what I like. I, I've, it took me a long time just to figure the feel out uh, and to learn the, the lingo, what guys say, right? Um, but, yeah, I feel like we've gotten pretty close. But really, we didn't get pretty consistent until last year. Uh, and last year, we kind of hit on some things and, and got a lot better. And it's kind of just carried over to this year. We kind of know what we want. Do you think it's as much of you getting the car consistent, or is it more of you as a driver becoming consistent? I think it's both. I definitely think I got better as a driver last year. I mean, the more you run with those guys that are mm-hmm. in the, the top five and the top ten, you're just going to keep getting better. I, so. I think I got the most impressed with you was the the super race when you had the motor problems, man. Yeah. And yeah, you we were, were coming to the front, man. If that motor could have held on just a few more laps, I think you would have had – you know something for the leaders on that i mean yeah we were good that night for sure we just got a little unlucky with the motor we we kind of knew it was going to blow up it it had problems after the heat races and and we still went back out it it didn't show any signs to me on the gauges is going to blow up but yeah it it actually broke two rods that night but yeah we were good i I don't i don't think we would have been good enough to to win i think we might have had something pull up to his door but i I think we were going to run second, but still, that that's I was, impressive. I was happy because we oh, passed yeah. some really good cars. Yeah, and you know they always say those motors run the best right before they blow up, and yeah, it proved that. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you was a rocket ship that oh, yeah. night, man. That that was very impressive. Yeah, I think that was the second night we'd been out with our new yeah. car, so we were pretty happy with that. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And when you talk about you know running up front with those those guys at the front. Who are some of those guys that, you know, I know you always want to run up front, run out front. Everybody does, wants to be in first. But who's some of those guys that when you you get behind them, you think, this is a great learning opportunity for me? Oh, it's got to be Marty, right? (laughs) I mean, the guy wins everywhere. He's the guy to beat, right? So, yeah, anytime you can follow a guy like him, you can definitely learn something. You can really any of those top five or ten guys or so, you can kind of watch what they're doing and, and judge what you need to do off of them. Let's talk about Farmer City, man. Yeah, that was awesome. That, yeah, got your you got a victory lane there. Yeah, you know, trophy yeah. drove all the way to Illinois. And got a, yeah. uh, got a win. So congratulations on yeah, that. Thank you. We we were pretty excited with that. Now was that a crate show or is that just a late model show? That was a, it was a crate race. So awesome. Uh, we started fourth, and I think we took the lead at lap eleven or so, and it was only twenty lap race. So yeah, we were excited, and th- and we beat some pretty good cars. So that's an awesome joint over there, ain't it? Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's. I mean, of course, Brownstown's going to be my favorite. I live I live there, but that's – man, I love yeah. that place over there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I enjoy Farmer City very, very much, yes. though. So. And what's it like to get that taste of pulling the car in victory lane? Man, it, and it had been – we actually won a, a crate race, an ILMS race uh, at, at Vernon, and it had been a couple years. So, yeah, we I was excited. It, 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 yeah, it, it, was, I was, it was a big deal for us. It, and – I get. I guess what I'll go with off of that is, you know, it's a big deal. Is it the is it the culmination of all the work? I know you're saying it was. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, but oh, yeah. it's um, all the work you put in, and you finally get something to hit re- all, yeah. all together. You you get one night where everything kind of falls your way. You got the car right, that and the the cautions fall your way. Yeah, it just yeah, all that pays off in one moment. And isn't it funny how you can go from blown motors mechanical problems oh, yeah. miss the setup driver mistake and be at the lowest of lows and be thinking you know and i'm not saying you were there i'm just saying in any yeah. sport or anything you're involved in you put all this time in and think why do i do this and you get that one taste and you're like yep this is why this is the best thing ever i'm right back in yeah so. it, all it takes is that one night to if especially after you win like that and, and and we've not we ran the next night at brownstown but we've not been back to a crate race yet <laughs> and we're just itching now to itching get back the, to a crate oh, yeah. race so and it, I'm sure Sunday wash day was was very easy to do that week. Why? Since you you had a victory and, and everything. Well, uh, unfortunately, we haven't washed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's still dirty, even though we're picky about things being clean. We haven't washed it yet. I, so it's I've it, been busy at school, uh, so 
So yeah, it, it's I got the doors and quarters off of it, so it's ready to be washed. So, so coming back to you know Justin Timberlake that you brought up, it's like the teen girl that touched his hand and won't yeah. wash his hand. Right. They got the win, not yeah. washing. Right. Let, let that, her stay. That, that, right. that, on, you're quoting Justin Timberlake lyrics. Man. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Hey, I got a, my brother on here. He, you, we actually invited him to come on. He is like our biggest fan. He's on every show, and we're gonna have him come on and sit and ask questions yeah. here because he has like twenty questions a night. But he wants to know that: uh, Are you understanding geometry better now that you work on the car? You know, because of the setups and stuff. Oh, for sure. And even going to school, I, I'm studying mechanical engineering technology. So uh, even school a little bit has helped me understand a little bit more how four four link rod angles affect the car. And stuff like that. So yeah, for sure, the geometry—that's a big part of it. Do you uh, do you enjoy kind of that math aspect and the geometry? And I know you're in engineering, so yeah. you're probably going to tell me you've always loved that. But do you enjoy that a little bit more now because you're starting to see that that true application of the race car? Oh yeah, and I was, my dad's an engineer, so we always joke with him that that racing is just a big math problem, you know, and <laughs> and you you got to hit the variables right, and that's all it takes. It's just so yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. it makes but, it more fun. But no one has still figured out the perfect solution to that no, problem, and I don't think there is one. <laughs> well, because as soon as somebody does add another variable or right. new it's, it's, it's already or, changing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um. And yes, Zach Burton. Um, yes, he asked uh, if I was bringing sexy back, and one hundred and ten percent, Zach. Um, you know it. Yeah. Uh, see, it, you can't help it. You just can't help it. He's from Edinburgh, man. I, I mean, I'm yeah. from Crothersville. <laughs> I mean, you trying to you trying to put us boys down? <laughs> UCLA, Upper Crothersville, Lower Austin, right, man, right, right over here. Um, so. <laughs> this is this is when we just derail Skyler, yeah. so don't worry. Well, when I seen he posted on Facebook, he had Timberlake tickets oh, for sale. Yeah. I was lost. You know, some crap over that. I mean, coming from you, I mean, again, I know that uh, here comes the old jokes. Here well, ready, man, it's, uh, you're a huge '80s hair metal band, and we can pull up mm -hmm. some pictures later of '80s hair metal bands. You couldn't tell if they were male or female. So right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> huge stiletto heels and and. <laughs> big hair and i mean and you're talking to me about justin timberlake so he was uh, in, he was in sync man he was he was and I, I i didn't listen to him then hey i'll say the same thing i said to nick magel the one thing haters do is they hate that's it that's all that's it but if you ask rick gum they're great motivators right they are and you're motivating me right now to sell those tickets um so, Skyler, uh, I did see Braden Watson uh, joined us, and, and this is something I've enjoyed asking, you know, all of our drivers because the difference between experienced drivers and, and the younger drivers. Do you get into the eye racing and, and those kind of things? Yeah, I, I have it, but with school, I, I don't play very much. But yeah, I have all the eye racing stuff. Do you think that helps in any way? It, it might. I mean, I, it may put you like in a situation that might it might help you on the racetrack, but that's really for me that's probably about it what what about setup wise can you set the simulator up you know an i racing to where you're pretty close to what you have on the racetrack yeah i mean the setup stuff on there you can change it all but it's not the most relative to the actual in an actual race car the, the main thing is you can't feel right you're just right. sitting in a chair so you can't really feel what's going on and i'm not very good at it so it makes me mad <laughs> <laughs> well we had jeff wilson on you know he said that his kids beat him all the time because he yeah. says he can't feel like yeah. you said he drives by the seat of his pants and he just cannot feel that yeah it's so. it's hard to without that feel in my opinion and like i said i'm not good so it doesn't make it as fun <laughs> i think that's interesting too and i and i and i know Braden is is really good at it but i find it funny some of the drivers i've talked to that are like dude i don't know who this kid is but <laughs> i don't think he's ever even been to a racetrack but he's he kicks my butt every yeah. night and i racing yeah. and uh i always think it's kind of funny to see the the differences so yeah. very cool and rick gum is laughing at us <laughs> well i just wanted to quote him you know that was probably one of the more iconic speeches of the year i agree so you know I'm proud of it. Speaking of that, uh, speaking of sponsors, um, which Rick's sponsors were his haters, um, why don't you why don't you throw out your sponsors here a little bit and, and and not just sponsors. One thing we always ask drivers too is is 
those people that that help you get there every week that that maybe their name isn't on the car but yeah. they're the ones that help you well for sure first my parents and my grandparents i definitely couldn't do with them without them uh they support me through everything i can't thank them enough uh, and then i've got foresight land surveying out of brownstown he's been with me for a long time and i can't thank him enough s and j excavating they're new with me this year and they've been awesome um, beloved uh, Stuckwish Appliance in in uh, Brownstown, uh, and Jim Hoffman. He's helped me out for the past couple years. Uh, Chris Snodgrass, uh, Nitec with Paul Borden there in Brownstown as well. He's helped me out a ton. Um, and I, I've got a whole bunch of guys too that are kind of in the background that help us out. And I just can't thank everybody enough. What's it mean when you've got now? You you okay? You talk about mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and i know grandpa and dad do a lot oh yeah okay what's it like to have mom as kind of that and i'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb but that <laughs> kind of that emotional support as yeah. you're going through those ups and downs yeah i mean of course in situations where i get mad she's she kind of keeps me uh down to earth which is which is a good thing so she kind of keeps me level-headed when i need to be so that helps and and he, she's got to go along she always makes us food yeah that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. After the races, you sit down and eat. That's massive. <laughs> my my wife, when I was coaching, I always had um, all of my coaches come to my house to watch film after the game. And we started out buying food and then realized, gosh, this is expensive. Yeah. So she started cooking, which was actually better than going to McDonald's. Yeah. And my coaches, then I couldn't get rid of them. Like, <laughs> because, they all wanted to come. Yeah, it was, it was terrific. So, uh, yeah, you got to have the food after the, after oh, the yeah. race. Yeah, that's huge. So now I know where I need to stop by after yeah, the races. Come down, we yeah we all we ask people to come down all the time. So yeah, come okay. Down. Well, you you've invited me, so yeah. I'm I'm there. Yeah, come find us. I'll have to come down before the races though, because when I get done, you guys are all gone and already oh, home. We're you know. normally still there. Somehow we live the closest and find a way to be the last ones to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I'm going to say also is, you know, you started as a teenager with this, and there's so many parents that cannot find a way to connect with their kids, yeah. and Saturday night, man, you're with mom and dad. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, how cool is that, that, you know, you go to the racetrack, hang out with mom and dad all night, and and everybody enjoys themselves, you know. Oh, yeah, Yeah, we all have fun, and and even during the week, like I said, it's me and my dad and my grandpa in the shop all week, so, yeah, I'm with them all the time. I don't know if you've seen earlier, though, grandma and grandpa's watching. They want to let you know that, so they're on watching right now. Yeah, they don't miss much. I don't think they've missed a race yet, so. That's awesome. Actually, they, yeah, they missed our first one. That's it. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, now, as you talk about, you know, you talk about Marty being the guy to follow. Who are some other guys? And we don't get into the rivalry, but who are some guys on the track that you just love to race with? That it's fun. You know they're going to you know push you, but it's going to be clean. It's going to be good racing. But who are those guys you like to race with? The one guy that always finds a way to beat me at the end of the race is, is Justin Shaw. <laughs> I, it it never fails when we race with Justin. He finds a way to, to pass us on the last lap or two. So I, I have fun racing with him. Now, and, I think that might be his conditioning program. Yeah, that that's probably true. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. That's where he's maybe that's the advantage he's got on me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we joked with Chad, but I'm sure Justin's conditioning program is is pretty much oh, on yeah. point there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's on the ta- Total Chaos uh, Fitness DVD. <laughs> no, but really everybody we race with, I enjoy racing with them all. Especially since we've been at it for a while, we've seen quite a few guys uh, join and, and a couple leave, maybe go to a different class or yeah. quit racing. So, yeah, no, I enjoy racing with everybody. And I know, you know, we didn't do it much this year, but, you know, the years past, you know, you guys travel. That's, you know, always explain yeah. that, you know, Brownstown is the home track. Yep. for the indiana pro late models but you know we go to Terre Haute, yep. we went down to chandler you know go to bloomington yeah and uh i always find that really cool the the family atmosphere amongst all you drivers you know when, yep. we, when we go away from brownstown to to those other tracks you know you guys are, oh, like, yeah. are like a family when we get there yeah. and that was always cool to me to see that yeah I, I enjoy traveling with all these guys too it's been a while since we've uh ran the whole uh, ilms here the indiana pro late model series it's been a while since we've hit all the races but one year there we went to all of them we went to to chandler and a couple different places and yeah it's fun to go race with everybody at a different place and when we go down to chandler you guys are like the lucas oil guy i mean you know yeah it's a big deal there you guys pull in and you unload that stuff and you know the kids are all 
amazed at your guys' yeah. cars and yeah. i mean that has to make you feel good i mean you know what you yeah know. that's pretty cool when you go somewhere like that that because at brownstown i feel like the crate cars kind of got a bad rap against the 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 super late model guys right you got your super late model fans and they just aren't the biggest crate guys they don't care to even see them so yeah it's cool to go to a place like chandler where they they think oh, yeah. it's awesome they don't yeah. know the difference between a crate late model and a super late model so yeah that's awesome oh, yeah. i got a question here let's see what this is from Jaden mayhan you know Jaden races in the in the super stocks there he says do you ever feel like that you're overlooked or not a competitor to the older generation do you think they look down on you or drive you different because you're a young driver do you ever you ever notice that uh maybe when i first started like when i was I was pretty young then, so maybe when I first started, but and there was some of those other old, old, older school guys that were racing with us still at that point, and, and yeah, a little bit maybe then, but not so much now. I, I think everyone treats everybody about the same. And and you do you think that's a lot of that you you've earned that respect in the years that you've done it? Because I mean, honestly, for for twenty one years old, being in the late model for six years is, I mean, a, a that's good, a feat. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a good career already. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, so I think you've probably earned a lot of that respect just from that time. Yeah, I'd like to hope so. This, yeah. this race coming up is? Yep. This Saturday will be my 100th race. I've, I've been in a late model. That so, is very awesome. That's, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's oh, yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, I, you don't have to mention that when you come out for hot laps now. So. Yeah. Dad said go. he was the stat guy. That he was, is. That no, was that's pretty, very, that was very good, good stat, too, man. <laughs> Keeps notes on everything. So, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Where are you going to school at? I'm at IEPY in right. Indianapolis. So, uh, being in mechanical engineering, do your do your classmates that aren't into racing do they talk to you about this, and does it come up in your in your studies? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know. I, I don't just tell everybody, but there's actually a, a couple of my friends I hang out with. They actually race too, so there's kind of a group of us there that are racers, and we kind of all hang together. Um, and then there's also a motorsports engineering program. Yeah, that, oh, wow. I, so I knew they had that up there. There's quite a few racers around and i'm in the motorsports club so yeah i mean it that's awesome it's pretty cool very cool now you said your your football number was two is that where you got the 22 for the race car or so the number 22 actually when i very first started racing go-karts um a guy that was on the football team in brownstown actually passed away and he was number 22 so then when i started racing go-karts i just that was the number i picked and and i'll never change now so yeah it's that's pretty cool now that you, you had the whole football team come down the racetrack one night, didn't you? I don't, I don't think so. I never. I thought did. you guys did right when you first started. I thought there some of my friends come down every once in a while. But okay, no, I don't think I've okay. ever had a whole bunch of them there. Okay. And when you're, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but because <laughs> I was going to go back to, um, I've lost myself now. I've lost my total total train of thought. <laughs> Timberlake jumped in. He said, "Yeah, oh my god." Started thinking about Justin. Um, <laughs> Cry me a river. Um, <laughs> Quoting him again. Yeah. Uh, now you you poked the bear. I might as well uh, go at it. But uh, who who growing up? I know where I was going to go now. Um, growing up, who were those hero drivers in in whatever motorsport that you really looked up to? Um, I, when I was at at the at Brownstown, it was always Don O'Neill. I mean, it, how can you not be a Don O'Neill fan being from Brownstown and and he was always there. He was always kind of the guy to beat, right? Uh, so, yeah, I'd say dirt racing, it was always Don O'Neill when I was little. Was you glad Hudson left the crate cars? I mean, a little bit. He whooped our butt every week, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured you guys hated, hated to see it when that 71 car unloaded down yeah. there, man. So. Him and him and Marty both, about when they unload, you know, they're going to about be the guys to beat. So Yeah, I've never seen so many guys be big fans, and, and I'm being sarcastic, but be fans of Huddy O'Neill going on. Oh, yeah. Hey, Huddy, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're really behind you in Lucas Oil. Yeah. Good, good luck at Lucas Oil. Stay in Lucas, yeah. man. We're pulling for you, but uh, he, he deserves it. You know, the, the kid can wield there's oh, no yeah. doubt he's not a bad uh broadcaster either i know that's yeah. did you did you watch a dirt million, million i, I did watch part of that and he was yeah. uh in the booth. Yeah, he did that a good job cool. i was just, i was trying to read oh lucas says that it's it's crazy how you can be rivals on the track and best friends when you're away um you know you you battle hard with each other but but obviously still keep that respect level so yeah absolutely um skylar i'm gonna ask you this too when you when have you had a moment out there on the track where you looked over and you know maybe it's you're coming around to take the green and you look over the 
the side and you're like, oh man, that is whoever. Yeah. And I'm right next to him. Yeah. So one year we actually, uh, tried to make the Jackson, tried to make the Jackson in our crate car. Um, and in the heat race, Davenport was in our heat race and that's when he had the orange spoiler when he was with Rumley. Um, so that was pretty cool. And, and at one point he really wasn't that far in front of us. And it was just, I thought that was so cool to, to be on the racetrack with those guys at that time that were are pros that do it for a living. And, and especially like Davenport that year was the year he just dominated. Um, so yeah, I, I think that moment was pretty cool. And then the race we actually won at North Vernon, it was pretty cool. Cause uh, Marty was there that night, which he actually got a flat thankfully on the first lap. <laughs> um, but like John Gill was there that night. So, it, and, uh, Steve Barnett was there, so it was cool to get to kind of race with with those guys a little bit. And you know, you have raced with you know some Hall of Famers, you yep. know, with Gill, yep. and Barnett, and you know that, yeah, that's you know, pretty the, cool. They're the who's who of Brownstown Speedway, if not you know dirt late model racing, yeah, you know across the Midwest there. So that that has to make you feel you know pretty cool with that also. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's cool just to get to race with them, and then when you beat them, it's even better. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're starting there, you know, near Davenport. Does it does it enter your mind in any way? Do, is, are there extra nerves because this is Davenport? Like if I get into them, if if something does that ever enter your mind? I, I think you just race everybody the same, right? Whether it's if it was Scott Bloomquist or if anybody, I think I I I would like to think I race everybody the same. So, um, yeah, not I I guess not really, but you do kind of get big eyes when you when you see those guys yeah. not far in front of you, but. Yeah, I think we kind of just got lucky because the, the racetrack was just perfect for a crate car that year, and we just about made the race. So, uh, yeah, that was a, that was just a maybe one of our my most memorable races. Oh, really? We missed the missed the Jackson 100 by one spot. We were the first car to not make it uh, in our crate car, and we that was almost like making the race for me. I was excited. You're going to try it again this year, though, right? I I doubt it. I don't know. We, oh, really? we might we might think about it. I, you know, that's the one weekend that you guys can kind of. Yeah, run both classes because they're pretty much in different nights. You, yeah. know, you guys have the Bowman 50 on Friday night, and then you know the big Jackson, so you can come out maybe qualify and yeah. you know for the Jackson and then race the Bowman. So I didn't know if you guys would try it again. Or. Yeah, the year we did it was when the racetrack was still like the old Brownstown where it was flat. Right. So I think back then the crate cars could kind of keep up a little bit better than now nowadays. Uh, it, it's hard to in a crate car to qualify on a Friday night with those guys. Oh, it's right. normally pretty muddy. So. Yeah, the, the year we almost made it, we got lucky because it rained Friday, and then they did the whole show on Saturday. So the racetrack was pretty burnt up, and we got a little lucky that year. Yeah. And speaking of the track, what how, what are the conditions of the perfect track for you? What how do you, how do you like it to be? Black oh, and slick, yeah. black top to bottom for sure. Yeah, I'm not much for for liking to get out in the mud. I like that thing to be black top to bottom. Why? I think it becomes a little bit more of a driver's track at that point. It's not who's willing to maybe spin their motor a little bit more or, or grunt their motor a little bit harder in the crate class at least because there's really no advantage, right? You just, But, yeah, I think when you get to the – when it's real slick, it's easier to pass a guy. It's not so much follow the leader. It's a little bit more driver-oriented at that point. Do you, do you find some things you use it with the go-kart in the crate because, you know – you guys are so underpowered that yep. it's a momentum deal, yeah. and you know that's the way a go kart is. You oh, got to yeah. get that momentum going, just keep it up. So, yeah, do you kind of see you reflect back to some of your go kart racing time with, with that. Yeah, especially in the in the slick, right? Because you're kind of trail breaking a little bit. You're keeping the car as straight as you can, keeping as much momentum as you can. And, and go kart racing, that's that was the name oh, yeah. of the game. So, yeah, a little bit in the slick, it's pretty similar, really. And I, you know, I'll bring up being old, but used to you, you know. 80s and 90s you never seen brown sound anything but black and slick yeah. from top to bottom you know you yeah. go back and watch old videos or see old pictures you know it or was so just think of your memories <laughs> yeah yeah but you know you'd see you can see the reflection of the car down in the black you know yeah. that that's how black the racetrack was so oh yeah that's my favorite when it's like that for sure you're 21 so 97 yep yeah yep. Mm-hmm. Well, just wouldn't throw it out there <laughs> Matt went to his first uh, Eldora race in 1985. It was a big year for both of us. <laughs> yeah, he he was born. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 97, I already had two kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to start high school. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just have to hammer on him a little bit. Uh, 
I don't even know. Scott, hard, to believe, okay. hard to believe we're best friends, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's tough to find good ones. Um, Everybody's got to pick on each other a little bit. Well, you, you, yeah, every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys just get to do it once a week. Right? We, well, we work together, too. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's every day. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. I, I failed to actually hit uh, a expectation at work today, and I just sent an email and took him down with me. I said, it's it's really my fault, but I said, it's lonely to go down by yourself. So Matt was involved. Yeah. I appreciated it, though. You were right there with me. So what's the next goal? I mean, you, you've talked about you feel like you're running a little more consistent. You know, you're yeah. getting some things figured out. You get the win at Farmer City. What's the next goal? We would really like to win a, a crate race at Brownstown. I mean, oh, that'd yeah. be big. We've not won there yet. Um, so that that would be big to us, especially being from Brownstown. That's kind of a that's a big deal for us. If you win at Brownstown, they used to always say, if you win there, you can win anywhere. So I'd, I'd like to win a race at Brownstown. And, and man, we'd really like to go super racing. Uh, I, I think that might be in the agenda here if we can find a way to do it. Um, but that's just uh, we, we're not for sure yet. But yeah, eventually we'd like to super race. Are you are you going to try to do both or like sell out to the crate car and go just super racing? Um, at first we'd probably try to do both, maybe a little bit, since if we'd only buy one motor, uh, you could still kind of switch back and forth. Gotcha. But eventually, yeah, we'd like to to go super racing, but. It's kind of dying a little bit. So, mm-hmm. it, on, the lo- on the local, on area, the local yes. size, yeah. I mean, the the big national tour stuff, it's still big, but yeah. I mean, I'd like to go super racing, and even if we buy a super motor, we'll probably keep the crate motor just in case. And I, I'm laughing. First of all, Jeremy Owen says, uh, "Is that back in the good old days, Matt?" Um, <laughs> Every day is a good old day, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and then your brother <laughs> gave me the best advice: "Roller, you're only young once, but you can be immature forever." And and <laughs> Mike, uh, my wife would agree with that 100%. I told her, I have peaked. It's not going to get any better than where I'm yeah. at right now. Uh, maturity is as, as, as mature as I'm going to get. So you're exactly right with that. So looking at going super racing, um, does it concern you a little bit with the idea of it dying locally? Does it worry you about the, the, the added cost of having to travel a little bit more with those kind of things? Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, there's the super races at Brownstown. They still, I mean, they still get uh, the supercars. They do get are still good cars. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and even the crate cars that race with the opens. I mean, they're still when the racetrack's slick. It it doesn't it doesn't really matter at that right. point. But yeah, I mean, it, it makes a guy a little nervous if he's going to spend that much money, and and maybe not have a place to race. But it seems like Brownstown's been pretty dedicated to trying to keep the open class going. So so yeah. I, I, I don't see it being as a problem as much. I kind of think maybe it'll come back around a little bit. I think kind of goes up and down. So, yeah, I'd like to see Super Racing kind of climb back up, but we'll we'll see. Do you think part of that is that, you know, maybe that older generation of drivers has kind of gotten out and it's it's time for some younger drivers like you to, to kind of lead that next generation? Yeah, and for sure. It's just this crate class, like for a guy like me and my family, it's it's just so much more affordable. Mm-hmm. For us to do than have to spend forty or fifty thousand dollars on an engine and that's another thing that i don't think some you know some race fans understand when they go watch this is the the amount of money that's put into this to make oh, yeah. it happen yeah for sure i mean we we sacrifice a lot to go race i mean that's uh, that's about all we do our we don't really go on vacation very often our vacation is saturday to the racetrack so but uh, i think what they also don't understand they hear a, a crate late model and they kind of downplay you guys so much. Yeah. The only difference really is the motor. Yeah. Am, I, am I right? I mean, yeah, you, that's the only difference. Same wheels, same tires, yep. same suspension. Yep. You guys yeah. just have a motor with, with less horsepower. That is the yeah. only difference. Yeah, and that's the only difference. And the racing most of the time is, is just as good, I think. I, oh, I I actually have to think sometimes it's better just for the yeah. fact that you, you can't out-motor. Yeah, yeah, you guys are so evenly matched that you have to be the driver yeah. you know, to do make something happen. Where where where's your preferred line? Where where I'm gonna go back all the way back to the racetrack, and when you got that great black and slick track, where's your preferred line? Where do you want to be at? Man, normally I, I'm a catfish. I normally like to to go right around the tires if I can, um, but the racetrack doesn't always allow that. Especially uh, lately with some of the yeah, the, I mean, and and we've said it in here before. Jim has yes. done a great job yep. with some of the weather conditions and the the amount of rain we've had. Uh, to be able to um, get the track where it's at. So that matchup, but for the bottom, 
there's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah, and that, and when it's not there, it's not there. You just gotta uh, get on the wheel and oh, yeah. try to hustle it. And then at that point, did now you you raced old brown sound like you said when it's flat, yep. and now you know it's it's the bowl that it is. Yep. Did you prefer the flat track better than than what it is now? I mean, now I'm so used to racing on what it is now, it doesn't bother me. But but yeah, I mean, I like the flat track probably a little bit better. Mainly because you could go around the uke tires, and that was normally right. the fastest oh, way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the old racetrack kind of just fit my driving style better. But but the new track doesn't it doesn't bother me. And anyway, it was it was steeper there right before Steve had his accident. You know, that's yeah. probably the steep yeah. the steepest it was. And I mean, you guys would come out there and flat. You know, you guys even yeah. in, in the oh, yeah. the pro late models would fly around there. So yeah. it, it was amazing how fast that was. Yeah. And the old Brownstown, it was cool because you could kind of ramp off the straightaways yes. and kind of ramp back on. And I, I thought that was awesome. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you on that one too. So, if you guys move on to the super late models, are you going to travel more? Are you going to race close? Or I mean, what are you guys thinking with that? I, that's probably something we'd probably just figure out after we kind of get everything set up. If we if we do go that route, um, but yeah, we would probably try to hit all the Brownstown shows. And we'd probably still try to race every weekend somewhere. So I know Florence is close and mm -hmm. Moeller and, and Farmer City is even still pretty close. Yeah, yeah. And they race Supers every week. So, yeah, I'm sure we'd still probably travel around a little bit. Eldora? Yeah, Eldora, <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. be fun. I was just getting ready to ask, you know, what, what are some of those tracks that you've not gotten a chance to race at that you'd love to? And I hope you hadn't asked that question because I was telling my son goodnight. So yeah. that was, no, was you, distracting. No, you came right in perfect. Okay. Yeah. That's, that yeah. was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. So. You was about as smooth as an in-sync dance move there. So <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm, see, he's yeah. he's breaking down a yeah. little bit. He's breaking down. Well, he, he'll probably buy those tickets later on. Yeah, the night. I he will. No, I bet I won't. <laughs> but yeah probably eldora right i mean everybody wants to race there especially like the world of the dream that'd, that'd be awesome even just if you if you don't make the show just to be there i think that'd be super cool yeah i i think i it, and it amazes me when we when we had Devin gilpin on and you know i got to go to this was my first year to go to eldora and be at eldora to watch the dream and to watch the speed that they carry there oh, yeah. and then when Devin was on and I we were talking, he said, well, yeah, well, when I come out of two, I'll take a glimpse at the, the video board and kind of see where people are yeah. around me. And I'm thinking, like, I watched everybody bounce off the wall at the yeah. Dream and the <laughs> speed you're carrying, and you're just, you're cruising and taking a look at the video board. Like, I can't keep track of the cars and that. So it's it's yeah. amazing what you guys can do and how much it slows down. So I, I think that would be a really cool event for you. Yeah, can can you pick awesome. Dad or Grandpa out at Brownstown? I mean, if uh, yeah, normally I can see my dad. He wears a vest, big orange vest, so I can <laughs> see him most of the time. So yeah, I can normally get him down the back stretch. Um, if if I if I think I need to look every lap, I normally I can find him every lap. Really? So yeah. your time in the car has has everything slowed down more for you than like the first night in the car? Oh, I, I think so. I mean, it kind of you just get used to things a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you can you just get used to everything. And you're always more comfortable when you're used to doing it so many times. All right, I'm going to go on a, a totally different branch here. <laughs> you you kicked in football. Yep. Okay, now kicking in football can be a little bit different because high-pressure situation, everything's on you. It's, it's a short moment yep. with a ton of pressure. Yep. Does that help you in that moment when you're like, I got to make this move? You know, I'm coming in. I, I got to try and stick it in this this situation that – you're not worried about you're not worried about one small mistake creating a, a bigger thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think it definitely helped me because in football, that's they always said you're there to to do one job and you do your job, you get off the field. So, and with kicking, that's pretty precise. You you go out there and you kick the ball and you come back. So I think in racing, yeah, that's kind of helped me a little bit. Like at Farmer City, I, I normally don't get nervous, but at Farmer City when I took the lead. And I knew some of the cars that were behind me. I, I I still get a little nervous every once in a while. And, and Matt's brother asks us every week, and, and he, he asked he's already it asked it tonight. I yeah. know I saw it, so I was going to bring it up. Um, when you are on those last few laps, and like at Farmer City, do you start hearing every noise that you could? I mean, your mind starts playing tricks, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, this is going wrong." This, you, are you checking the gauges more often? Feel, feel like the tires going flat, or those yeah. last few laps, especially there since we hadn't won in a while. So yeah, I was. I was so focused though, and I kept checking my dad with the sticks every lap to make sure. So I, I was, we had a decent lead, and I knew that from the sticks. So, so yeah, I wasn't 
quite so nervous at that point to where I thought everything was going to break. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes that happens, and and you even think you can hear the guy coming behind you when he may not even be close. So yeah, that happens sometimes. Very cool. Very cool. I, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, coming up, you always uh, change your car up, you yep. know, for yep. for breast cancer awareness. Yep. What, what got you started with that? Because I know you're pretty loyal to that. And, yep. you know, you always roll out with a whole different wrap and, yep. and everything like that. And personally, I think that's very, very cool that you do that. And okay. I'll let you talk about that a little bit while you, you know, why you do the, you know, spend the money on the extra wrap. Yeah. So when I was younger, uh, my grandma that goes to the racetrack with us all the time had breast cancer. Um, so that it's more for her, but, but I still, I, I think it's awesome. The awareness, right? Everyone does it in the NFL yes. with the gloves and the cleats and that kind of stuff. So I thought, why can't you do it in racing? So we've always got the ribbon on the car normally mm -hmm. all year, but yeah, I think it's kind of cool to, to show that at, at least once a year. I agree with you. And you know, that you do take the time to change the whole car and not yep. just put, you know, one decal on it yep. or change up something small you know you roll yeah. out with a whole different wrap and yeah we normally put the whole pink body on it so oh yeah, yeah that's to me that's very very cool and a very cool dedication to grandma and, yep. and all the other survivors and everything oh, yeah. with that so yep. that that is awesome well skylar we're at uh just under an hour um and we try and stick around there so why don't you shout out your sponsors one more time because i know that they, they're a big help to you and you know help you oh my Oh, that was your okay. Yeah, my phone. <laughs> I, well, I thought at first when I just caught the the top glimpse because you'd asked me earlier if I was a Chicago guy, and I just caught the top glimpse of your two, and it looked almost gold from here, and I thought it was a Packers helmet, and yeah. I was, I was getting ready to get upset. Yeah, because it was a rough night last Sunday night. Surprisingly, I'm really not a football fan or sports fan really at all. I don't. I don't just I don't racing. Watch, yeah, that's about it. And even <laughs> like the NASCAR stuff, I don't watch any of it really. I. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right yeah well, well i'm just glad I, 22 was yeah. a lot better after yeah. <laughs> i saw what it was I, I was i was having a little bit of a flashback from last <laughs> sunday night so but go ahead throw out those sponsors again yeah for sure uh like i said my parents and my grandparents always got to thank them uh foresight land surveying in brownstown s and j excavating in brownstown um Suckwich appliance uh nitec in brownstown uh beloved uh steve warren helped me out this year uh, Ryan Swingley helped me out this year. Chris Snodgrass, uh, Jim Hoffman helps me out normally every year. Um, and I think that's about everyone. And my mom, of course, right? <laughs> food. Always the food. I, yeah, and and Tammy's dance studio. I I, I can't believe I forgot that <laughs> both times. I did forget that both times. <laughs> <laughs> well and uh skylar i want to tell you this and, and i appreciate you coming out like i said i know that you were one of the uh the original guests we've been trying to get on i'm glad this worked out and and i want to tell you and I, we've talked to a lot of guys on here and, and i've appreciated everybody that comes on but i really appreciate hearing you talk about your respect that you have for the the racing as a as a sport the amount of work that goes in oh, the yeah the other guys that you race with and and it's it's exciting for a guy like me um and i know it's really exciting for a guy like matt because he's a lot older um <laughs> to see that we've got younger guys that are going to keep this tradition going on and and having that sport because the four-year-old that walked out earlier and I've, I've said this a lot you know when he went to preschool this year that's what he wanted to be i mean his last year it was spider-man this year yeah. it was i want to be a race car driver and to him that that was the question he had what's his name what number is his car what color is it so it's like jimmy johnson is sitting yeah. here today or, or tony stewart or whoever so for me it's exciting that my son will have that opportunity to have a passion for dirt track racing as well so thank you yeah thank you thank you guys for having me yeah glad you finally got to like you yeah, know like dustin I'd, said you know we you probably would have been guest one or two you know yeah. if everything would have worked out yeah but so but it, we're schedule, glad you finally got here so yeah my schedule of school is crazy so and last question, after your trip over here from Brownstown, is there any chance of running the Madison Regatta next year with the uh, maybe boat racing? I think we did it on the way here <laughs> in the car. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I thought we'd take a transition, maybe you'd be in the Regatta next year. So. Yeah, I'll put the car in it maybe. Just <laughs> hey, I do want to throw right through it. <laughs> one more thing out. We'll get back to, uh, to Rick Gum there. He is going for nine in a row, by the way. That is his goal, is to win out be nine in a row so i uh, got in contact with james essex today and the record for feature wins in a row is seven all the way back in 1972 when uh, jim curry did it so uh 
and he's awesome. at, and Rick Gum is at five right now, so he's two away from tying the record. And his goal is to do to to do nine features in a row. So. I want to give a big shout out to him and, and wish him good luck on that adventure there. So that's very cool. And and obviously again this weekend, um, the Hornet Special. The weekend after will be uh, the Jackson One Hundred, the Bowman Fifty on Friday night. Yes. The uh, Lucas Cars and Supers uh, qualifying on Friday night, and then the Jackson One Hundred on Saturday. Then coming up after that, you've got the last two of the Brandeis yes. Series races, um, which again, you know, I. I threw out the $100 bounty uh, on Mike Fields. Mike had some engine troubles. You know, Aubrey picked up that win. We, we threw that money to Aubrey. But I told Mike when Mike was on, uh, we'd put another $100 mm-hmm. down. Anybody outruns Mike Fields with him on the track, they take the 100 If Mike can win out those last two races, he's taking the $100. So a little bit of a bounty out there on Mike as well. So, and that, that is outrunning. Not, yeah, not, ju- not junking. No, no, we're, <laughs> we're not all about junking. And, and Rick does say, and I, have you heard? Because he said, and with a bounty on his uh, yeah, nine. Yeah, th- there was a bounty offered today, but I don't know if it's been accepted yet. So I'm not going to talk about that okay. yet. So we'll just, uh, I know that he was, con- him and uh, Ryan Scott were contacted and they were offered a bounty with quite a few different criteria that they had to meet and, and do so i don't know if that's been accepted so i'm just not even going to bring it up tonight so okay that's fair so so be on the lookout for that though there there will probably be some information um coming soon so skyler good luck the yeah, rest of the you. year um and and again we appreciate it you're welcome back anytime yeah just come and hang out if you can yeah. get through the water yeah you know. I, if i don't have to drive through the water again I'll and, <laughs> and uh, you know it's funny because Zach Stalker yeah. went through the same thing. <laughs> yeah. When he came that night because the races rained out at Brownstown yes. and yeah. he, he came from Salem and he actually ended up all the way on like the west side of Seymour and came around and <laughs> yeah. back down to, wow. to get here. So uh Yeah, they were they were leaving the racetrack and, yeah. and I called him, I was like, What are you doing tonight? And he's like, yeah. Nothing. I said, You want to come because that was before we was live, so we just recorded any yeah. night. Yeah. And he's like, I would love to and we're sitting here waiting and waiting, you know, and that's the old car table days. Yeah. And he gets, you know, he calls. He's like, "I'm trying to get there." He goes, "But every road I went down's been flooded." So it was, uh, it was a tough time for him. Yeah, and and so we appreciate the dedication to make yeah. it. Yeah, I was, I'm glad to be here. Had a lot of fun. All right, well, everybody, again, Hornet Special at Brown Sound Speedway this week. Don't miss it. Um, and uh, again, Jackson 100 and the Bowman 50 the week after. So everybody have a great week and get to the the dirt track this Saturday night. for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in victory lane and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my window like, hey Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps cause y'all know I'm about to send it on there. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing dirt, 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 I miss that dirt, 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 
dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to it. I just won hot laps for the third week. Lil Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh -huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit him with that half a lap, like, dang, what gear you running, dude? And where'd you get that fire suit? Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA, hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up, and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky, while I stay looking slick. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. And mama just gave me them eyes, like, dang, baby, you looking handsome. We pray and sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. We stop and Show respect, cause we're all proud to be From the land of the free and the home of the brave Y'all better wake up and get it We're making America great again Let's all go out and kick it on there Dirt, 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 dirt I'm all about that Dirt, 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 dirt I'm throwing Dirt, 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 dirt I miss that Dirt, 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 dirt Gotta get back to I'm a dirt trackaholic Call it what you call it Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that Dirt, 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 I miss that Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it